Gimlet co-founder Matt Lieber. So uh, there's a couple F-words in this week's show. Which, which ones? Which F-words? Yeah. You're not talking about like frailties or foibles or friendship? I think you can guess. <laughs> so uh, should we have a language advisory? At this point, if you have to ask, then the answer is yes. Listener, you've been advised. All right. So let's say you're the one person in the country with the knowledge that in 24 hours, aliens will invade the Earth. Your only hope of stopping them is warning the president in time. How do you get the president's attention? It was a question that my friend Sam uh, threw out there. It was basically like a thought experiment. Like, how would you get in touch with the president? This is Daniel Alacon, and this week's show comes to us by way of his radio show, Radio Ambulante. My friend Sam, I think, went to Harvard. Uh, his entire strategy for to solving the game was to, you know, work his way up the administration of Harvard to get to see the president of Harvard, who would then presumably be able to talk to a senator or a, someone in the president's cabinet, and maybe the president himself. Um, but you know, like if you if you don't go to Harvard, how do you do that? If I were to try and like use the connections that I have in the world. I don't think I could do it. Like, I don't think that I know anybody who is influential enough. Yeah. I, I would go to my to my friend Vinny, who is uh, de Blasio's cousin. The de Blasio he's referring to is Bill de Blasio, the mayor of New York City. And uh, that, that would be my pretty direct route. I think I think de Blasio can get, a, get Barack Obama on the phone. But what if you don't know Vinny? Maybe you panic and decide to take a busload of hostages, screaming out the window. You might get some attention for a minute, but let's face it. A SWAT team would take you out in no time. So how about something quicker, more direct, like Twitter? Daniel is understandably skeptical. And I could tweet, you know, in, you know, from here to the end of time like, at Barack Obama and I wouldn't respond. You know, like I could probably tweet at my House of Rep person and they might not even respond. You know what I mean? Like maybe the mayor of San Francisco. Actually, no, that's not true. I tweeted at the mayor of San Francisco once. Actually, no, I've done it. <laughs> I tweeted at Mayor Ed Lee. I tweeted at um, San Francisco Unified School District because we live across the street from a school. <laughs> and they left their bells on over Christmas break. So New Year's Day, like the bells ring at yeah. 7 in the morning. I was like, fuck you, SFUSD. Like, <laughs> fix that. You know? Did they respond? Hell no, they didn't respond. <laughs> and Daniel says that in the U.S., that's basically how it goes. You know, democracy so often feels like a joke, doesn't it? And, you know, maybe if you could get in touch with the president or if power itself didn't seem so um so distant and and you know like a mirage uh then 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 maybe it wouldn't feel that way it's hard to imagine a place where there aren't 10 12 layers between you and the president where if you had a problem big or small you could just reach out and say hey man could you fix this please but that place exists and this week we go there there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling 
wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. From Gimlet, this is Reply All, a show about the internet. I'm Alex Goldman. So Daniel told us that in a lot of Latin America, it is strangely easy to get the president's ear, especially through Twitter. Twitter in Latin America and, and presidential Twitter, you know, it's like you, you really get the sense that these people, these presidents, these politicians have their phone in their pocket and they're actually doing it themselves. By way of example, he told us a story from a couple months ago about Argentinian president Cristina Fernandez de Kirchner. The president of Argentina had tweeted this ridiculous, racist uh, statement, basically where she made fun of the way uh, Chinese people speak Spanish. Whoa, um, what, what, what did it say? She was in, in China, basically, begging for money, uh, as people do when they go to China, presidents do. Oh, here it is, here it is. Uh, más de mil asistentes al evento. Serán todos de la cámpula y vinieron solo por el alos y el petróleo. More than a thousand attendees at this event. Did they come just for the lice or the petróleo? So instead of rice, she said lice, and instead of petroleum, she said petroleum. That's what that was her tweet. Ridiculous. Oh man. So obviously people responded and were like, "Yo, are you out of your mind?" And uh, she was like, oh, in these difficult moments, we have to, on Twitter, right? In these difficult moments, we have to laugh and make jokes. I seriously doubt that Christina Fernandez de Kirchner has a social media team helping her craft racist tweets. Daniel says that this is a trait common with many Latin American presidents. Argentina, Peru. One of Daniel's sister-in-law's favorite pastimes is arguing with the former president of Colombia on Twitter. And then there's the shining example. Rafael Correa, the president of Ecuador, Mr. Accessible. According to a survey by a U.S. public relations firm, Correa is the world's second most responsive president on Twitter, behind only Rwanda's Paul Kagame. And not only is he tweeting, but he's on Twitter responding to the concerns of the people of Ecuador. If you look at Correa's Twitter feed, he has this phrase, uh, favor atender, please like attend to this request, basically is what it means. So people will tweet him, hey, you know, like there's a road that's very rutted in my neighborhood and the city won't fix it or whatever. And he'll respond and he'll mention the mayor of that town and then he'll put like, favor atender. Oh, it's like, it's actually, if you look at his replies, it's like almost, it's most of what he says, like favor atender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it, it, like he's super active on Twitter and the majority of what he does is is that sort of like direct responses to citizens. So if you're Ecuadorian, this is kind of cool. You can very easily reach your president online. But there are limits to what you can say online. In 2013, Ecuador's National Assembly passed a controversial law. The communications law came out, and it basically made newspapers liable for things that were said in their comments section. And so in response, a bunch of newspapers just cut that. Yeah. Because they were like, we don't want to be held for like, you know, legal, legally liable in this kind of like ever tightening press situation in uh, in Ecuador for like, you know, someone insults the president and then we're like responsible. 
So a bunch of newspapers shut down their comment sections, which should have made Correa's life easier. Now there were fewer places for his critics to talk about him. But instead, this created an environment that helped give birth to Crudo's greatest online nemesis, a man who so missed the conversations that he had on newspaper websites that he created a new place where people could talk freely, a Facebook group. The man called himself Crudo Ecuador, which is Spanish for raw Ecuador. He existed on the internet purely as a cartoon avatar, this spiky-haired, mischievous-looking kid holding an axe behind his back. And that avatar would appear as kind of like a watermark in these memes that Crudo Ecuador would make. Images, plus some snarky text, jokes that took aim at Ecuadorian politicians, bureaucrats, and corruption. And the public ate it up. People started sending him things because they knew that he, he, had, he was a big megaphone, you know, in Ecuador, right? And so he received a photo of a letter, and it was a letter from the, like the, the National Institutes of Health, basically, the, the health system, the national health care system. And, and they'd given him a, an appointment for 2020, like February something in, in, in 2020, you know? I mean, even when I think about that, it just cracks me up, you know, because it's so, it's so preposterous. Just to be clear, this is a photo of an actual letter from a healthcare system saying this person had to wait five years for a doctor's appointment. And it was signed, and, uh, and it said, you know, please, uh, please arrive 15 minutes before your appointment. So Crudo posted the letter. He added something like, you know, like, oh, honey, don't worry. I, I've already made my appointment for, you know, 2020. And uh, and has a picture of a man, like, clutching his chest, you know. <laughs> and then below it, a photo of the appointment letter, you know. And uh, it blew up, you know. It was shared, you know, thousands of times. And it eventually reached the ears of the of the health system. And uh, the next day, the guy got an appointment, like the very next day. Daniel actually spoke to Crudo, and Crudo told him this made him feel really good. All of a sudden, he could spotlight an issue that didn't show up on TV or traditional media. La ley de Just because of the communications law. So I could address it in a fan page, and those would go viral or get so big that they go from being background issues to being front page news. It was like he had this rare, valuable superpower. And he did. Because all across Ecuador, Crudo was blowing up. He had hundreds of thousands of followers online. And riding this wave, Crudo decided to take aim at his biggest target, the president himself, Rafael Correa. So what happened is Correa passed a $42 tax on online purchases from abroad as a way to keep people from bypassing the Ecuadorian economy. And then Correa took a trip to Holland. He's walking through a mall, and uh, these Ecuadorian immigrants, immigrants recognize him, and they're like, oh, Mr. President, can we take a picture with you? And he's like, sure. And they take a picture with the president. Um, and in the picture, they post it on their Facebook page, and eventually that, that image got to uh, Crudo. Crudo was ecstatic. I mean, here's Correa, the guy who just passed a tax on foreign goods, getting caught shopping for foreign goods at a mall in a foreign country. The immigrants are like, hell of smiley, you know? They're just like thrilled to be in a photo with the president. Uh, Correa looks a little bit less thrilled. But, you know, he's, he's being the president. He's got a bag, a shopping bag, in his hand. And to Crudo, this was pretty hypocritical. More or less a double standard, right? That, that is, if I said to you right now, listen, how could you possibly eat foreign food and tomorrow you find me at a McDonald's, then that's my double standard, right? 
and the the meme that uh, that Crudo made was essentially just calling out Correa, you know, for for being a hypocrite. Crudo, seeing a clear opportunity, added some text based on those old Mastercard ads. Oh, here it is. Para los pelucones que compran por internet y afectan la producción nacional, impuesto 42 dólares. Pero que te encuentren de compras en lujoso mall de Europa no tiene precio. So, for the pelucones that buy on the internet and impact the national product, tax, $42. But getting caught at a luxurious mall in Europe shopping, priceless. And again, Crudo's meme blew up. It was shared tens of thousands of times. But what he didn't realize is that he had totally, deeply misjudged Correa's sense of humor. Correa has a weekly TV show called La Sabatina, where he does interviews and addresses the Ecuadorian people, and he brought up Crudo's meme on the show. And at first, Correa sounds affable. He was like, well, we weren't going shopping. We was actually just cold, and we walked into the mall to get out of the cold, you know? Yeah, we just wanted to buy a little gift for a friend of my of one of my daughters. You know, and it wasn't a, it wasn't a, a luxurious shopping mall. I mean, it's like, who cares, man? Just ignore it. Like, it's Twitter. You know, you don't have to respond to everybody who critiques you. Plus, you're the president. And then... Correa turns his attention to Crudo himself, and he starts making outlandish claims, like Crudo's a paid operative for Correa's political opposition, and that Crudo used some kind of specialized software to scour the internet for mentions of Correa, and then automatically turned those mentions into mocking memes. He implored his fans to storm Crudo's website and, quote, react to these stupidities and acts of manipulation. And then Correa says this. Let's see if he's so funny once we know his name. You know? He said that on TV. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's see if he's so funny once he's been outed. Coming up after the break, what it's like to have the ear of the president when you may not exactly want it. This summer, click into cordless power with Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. And keep your flower beds fresh with the 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Then clear debris with the 40-volt jet fan leaf blower. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at your cordless power source, the Home Depot. How doers get more done. This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Accenture overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. So, before the break, Rafael Correa, the president of Ecuador, took the extreme step of threatening to publish the identity of Crudo Ecuador on national TV. And the thing is, Correa takes this extreme step a lot. You should watch these videos because they're nuts. I mean, because we're talking about the president of a country uh, saying, you know, like someone added me, you know, and and like it's outrageous, you know, like super offended that someone wrote something wait, mean about the president wait, on so Twitter. Is he he's on uh, television just reading mean tweets that people sent him? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Sigamos, identificamos otro tuitero. Este es arroba Dani and then he's like, you know, reads their avatar name or whatever. And then he's like, well, this one and his real name is so-and-so and he's 18 years old and he lives in Quito. How is he doing that? How did he know people's real identities? Well, we don't, we don't really know that. Uh, we don't know how he knew. She's 22 years old. He outs this woman. It's just not a fair fight. It's like, dude, what are you doing? Just let these people be. This is a pretty bald-faced intimidation tactic, right? If you criticize the president online, he'll dox you on television. And what's worse, Correa has a ton of supporters. So inevitably, being named publicly leads to harassment, death threats, all the wonderful mob behavior the internet's famous for. And now, Correa had his sights set on Crudo Ecuador. But in spite of Correa's claims... Crudo wasn't a paid provocateur or some entrenched political operative out to undermine the office of the president. He was just an ordinary guy named Gabriel Gonzalez. And compared to the character he played online, he's actually pretty mild-mannered. He would tweet about, like, drinking on the weekends and stuff, and he told me, he's like, I don't even drink, you know? He would tweet about soccer matches, and he's like, I don't even like soccer, you know? Um, but he was trying to make Crudo Ecuador very much, like, have this mass appeal or to be as if it was the voice of the people, you know? But, you know, in real life, he described himself as kind of a quiet guy, had a desk job, basically, that allowed him a bunch of free time, a job that had him in front of a computer screen online a lot. He knew something about marketing and social media, married, father of two young kids. Suddenly, this dad with an office job had become public enemy number one. And at first, Crudo wasn't worried exactly because he was anonymous. So he's like, I'm fine. You know, everything's fine. He keeps doing his page. Everything's fine. But then they publish uh, his address, his phone number, his ID number, the name of his father, his mother, his kids, their ages, you know, all the stuff that was in the the civil registry. Uh, They also publish a photo of him. It's a grainy photo taken from a distance with a cell phone. In it, Gabriel is walking through the food court holding a tray of food. And walking next to him is his son. I see that they published my photo and is not one that they've downloaded for my Facebook. When I show my wife, she tells me, hey, that's where we went three days ago, remember? 
Because you said that we should escape the stress for a little while and go eat something, and I said, sure. So there, you'll see that they're following me to take my photo. Gabriel's freaked out, and he decides to leave town with his family, ASAP, until things blow over. So they go to a little town outside of Quito, where a friend of his lives, and they don't tell anybody where they're going. And a few days later, someone rings the doorbell, and it's a, it's a letter for him and some flowers. And the letter says, Con satisfacción tengo que confesar que es para mí un gusto que se encuentre en la querida provincia del Guayas, disfrutando de sus merecidas vacaciones, lo que le traerá un momento de relajación, que significa un paréntesis en su tanto estrés que exigen sus eh, no tan acertadas actividades. Uh, which is a very Baroque sentence. I confess that it gives me great satisfaction and it's a great pleasure to know that you are passing some much-deserved vacations here in the province of Guayas, uh, which uh, will bring you a moment of relaxation after your uh, not-so-appropriate activities. Oh, my uh, God. Créeme que siempre contará con nuestro interés y atención mientras dure su valentía. That's the part that kills me. Believe us that you will always, um, you can always count on our interest and our attention so long as your bravery lasts. And they mentioned like his wife by name, his kids by name, uh, sincerely, and then they put the logo of Cruz de Ecuador. Oh my God, it's like, a, it's like the Godfather or something. It is the God. It's, it's like, like waking up with a horse head in your bed. Well, I mean, it's it, there's just no other way to interpret that except as a threat. Like, mientras dure su valentía, as long as your bravery lasts, is it's kind of this, this Rococo sentence structure, but it's pretty clear what they're saying. Gabriel and his family were exhausted and frightened, and he decided he'd had enough. Within a few hours, he published a photo of the picture and the flowers on, on kind of a black background with white letters. Uh, white and yellow letters, it said, Mr. President, uh, hashtag you won. Usted ganó. And that was the last time he published uh, anything on Cruz de Ecuador. In the wake of the incident with the flowers, Gabriel tried to prompt the government to investigate. He tried to put in a police complaint... You know, he did a bunch of stuff to get people to investigate who had done this. Um, and eventually, uh, one of the ministers, when asked, are you investigating the, the, the threats made on Cruz de Ecuador? He was like, oh, well, we, we, we would like to, but, you know, he's technically still anonymous because he's never said that the names uh, that were published were actually his. So we can't, we can't investigate. Which Crudo was like, all right, bullshit. And he went on TV and was like, hey, I'm Crudo Ecuador. ¿Quién está detrás de Crudo Ecuador? ¿Quién eres tú? Bueno, mi nombre es Gabriel González. Tengo 32 años. Me dedico a lo que es diseño multimedia, manejo de redes. Pero en realidad no es nada Nothing came of his public plea. Daniel and his staff at Radio Ambulante reached out to the Ecuadorian Ministry of the Interior, but they never heard back. To be clear, there's no proof that the government sent the flowers. Correa says that it was actually his own opponents who sent the flowers to discredit the government. But Gabriel can't imagine that anyone but the government sent them. He says that his life as an online provocateur is over. Daniel's of two minds about what happened to Gabriel. On the one hand, making fun of the president basically ruined Gabriel's life. But on the other hand, this ordinary nobody was able to speak truth to power in a way that Americans never can. And when Daniel put that to Gabriel, that silver lining... He just didn't buy it, you know? He was like, yes, I mean, I suppose, but... 
it does go both ways. You know, it's like, okay, I can reach out and touch power, you know, but oh shit, power can reach out and touch me. And that's when the scale of the imbalance is made, you know, perfectly clear to me. All my relatives were frightened, like they didn't want to go out anywhere. I thought I might go to the zoo with my kids that day, but they didn't want to leave for anything. We're all crazy. We're like, where will they be? Where will they be watching us? Crudo Ecuador, Gabriel, sees a dark future for free speech in his country. From his perspective, it turns out that it would be nice to have 10, 12 layers between you and the president. You know, just to keep you safe. Oh, and we tweeted at Correa asking for an interview. And the most amazing thing happened. He didn't reply. Reply All is hosted by PJ Vote and me, Alex Goldman. Our show was produced by Tim Howard, Shruti Pinamaneni, Fia Benin, and edited by Alex Bloomberg. Production assistance by Sylvie Douglas. Matt Lieber is the confidence to fight through the self-doubt that keeps you from being your best self. Our show was mixed by the Reverend John Delore and the super chill dude Rick Kwan. You can hear a Spanish-language version of this story on Daniel Alacon's excellent radio show, Radio Ambulante. Extra special thanks to him and Sylvia Vinas for their help with this story. Special thanks also this week to Lily Sullivan for translation assistance. Our theme music is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder, and our ad music is by Build Buildings. You can find more episodes at iTunes.com slash ReplyAll. And you can find this week's episode in article form on dig.com. Our website is replyall.limo, which was designed in partnership with Athletics. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>